Hello there, it's me, C-Note, back from my honeymoon, back from taking a bit of a break. Um, as I said in sort of the last recorded episode that I did, that, um, you know, I'm kind of pulling back from doing a lot of the mental health content at um, in, in detail, in the sort of public way of sort of... Um, I don't know, just complaining, <laughs> I guess, uh, for lack of a better way to put it. Um, but I do, I'm starting to figure some other things out and how I want to approach this podcast. I have an idea for another podcast, which I'll share here in the future once that's all up and some other projects I want to work on and focus on. Uh, so for this episode and subsequent episodes going forward, I may still do some dopamine stuff. I, I do want to tackle some psychology, mental health stuff a little bit on here, but mostly psychology related stuff and, um, thinking about, I've just been thinking about our diagnostic and, and associations with, uh, with our educations growing, education growing up, whether it's American or any other part of the world, I think you're going to know your situation in different parts of the world better than, than I would. I can only speak to, my experience in the American education system, but I just watched a video and really this is why I wanted to highlight this or do this real quick is that there's a video between Satguru, which is S A D H G R G U R U and Ken, Sir Ken Robinson. And, um, it's all about education, something you can search on YouTube. And it's a really, really amazing talk about, um, the industrialized education system, which I've done a podcast on in the past and the relationship to how at least in the American education system again is sort of filtering and siphoning out kids to basically become adults and to become workers and there's a lot of the mental health conversation related to self-diagnosis these days including myself I've done it on this podcast all throughout that's really what this podcast has been about. And the connections between how we treat ourselves uh, versus how we were raised through the education system and what was expected of us, uh, grades, etc. Now, I this is not a uh, pointing fingers kind of thing because the world is just the world and, and it's always evolving and changing and these are just our circumstances. But I really wanted to talk about tracing your psychological relationship, not even your mental health relationship, um, is that I was trying, I've been trying to separate that word mental health, that phrase mental health from mental illness, but really it's, it's, let's just talk about psychological health then, if that's going to make more sense. And if you're assessing or trying to figure out your psychological history, which I think you should, I think we all have emotional systems. And so when we're experiencing something right now, there's usually a connection to either something in our past or something in the immediate vicinity or something related to our experience that is a part of that reaction. And so I think it's good to know the system of your own experience of your own life, tracing it back to that experience and seeing where the roots of this reaction comes from. Why, uh, particularly again in American culture, why why are so many people so concerned 
with achievement at all. Um, and even when you do care about achievement, why is it about comparison? Um, why then does it become about um, productivity and, you know, not doing your homework, <laughs> right? Um, are there connections there? And again, it's not about finding blame. It's just about finding your truth. It's about finding like what, what, what happened, what is, what was, and not trying to cast judgment on it or blame it or point fingers, but just to notice like, oh, okay, this is why I care about this because this is just part of what my life was like. And this is part of essentially my programming. You know, when we're kids, we're, we, we're, we're raised, we basically are born with an empty slate. You know, we're picking up on so many things like little children are not taught language. They pick up language. They are mimicking language. There are so many ways in which the brain learns and absorbs and picks up on all sorts of information. <clears throat> and it's not as if it happens right away. You know, language takes uh, many, many years of education to learn how to even convey the the most basic concepts in a, you know, in somewhat intelligible way. And that takes time, that takes energy, that takes focus and experience. And, um, but, but the point being that our minds don't necessarily change from that moment of being a child, absorbing things around us. We're absorbing all sorts of manners of being, you know, there are, you know, the, what's really popular in like kind of Marvel comics right now is this like interdimensional, multidimensional, um, concepts or, or not really just comics, but like in the movies and stuff are starting to play with multidimensional concepts and this idea that in an alternate universe, you know, maybe a different decision or <clears throat> maybe we're born in a different place, you know, kind of rewires the way that our mind operates or rewires the trajectory of our life. And I think it's important to know, not necessarily think about the what ifs, if you want to, sure, have fun, but thinking about what was or what is. Uh, your your mind is very similar to the concept of karma. Karma is typically seen as this, like, it's typically thought of as this, like, cause and effect thing. It's like karma is going to actively do something to you, and that's just not what karma is. Karma is this idea of it's your entire life history up to this point. It's everything that you carry with you, your memory, everything that is, um, and not just your, your active memory, what you can remember, but what you've experienced, what your body knows, your body intelligence, your heart intelligence, your head intelligence, and all of those things you've carried with you throughout your life up to this point. And that's why I brought up the education system, because I feel like that's such a major node in all of our lives. You know, if you've gone to school and um, even if you were homeschooled or had some other form of like street experience or some sort of life experience where you were, you know, however you were raised and educated and um, even if you were maybe a farmer as a kid and that's all you did was work as a kid. Maybe you're not listening to this podcast. I don't know. But um, 
whatever those experiences are, I think those are important nodes to be aware of because the karma you carry with you, which is everything, is typically something that you're you know, having to untangle every single day. Every single day. And so psychological health is really about not just necessarily that introspection. It's, it's about how you carry yourself daily. But having those moments of, of going through, whether it's in the shower or after, and just saying to yourself, you know, how, how did I get here? Who am I? And maybe not an identity kind of sense, but, but asking the question of, of how, how I was taught is creating, is maybe uh, uh, creating the programs or activating the programs. Maybe, yeah, creating the programs that are activating now that uh, you're having reactions to. You know, it's, it's my personal judgment and assessment that the, there's, there's a rampant sort of circular moment of mental health diagnoses where this idea of like self-diagnosing as ADHD is likely relative to the idea of normal or expectations. And I've talked about it. I think I've talked about it on this podcast is like, but with the American Psychological Association, there's every Enneagram type represented with personality disorders, except for Enneagram 3. And so America is very much an Enneagram 3 culture, and that's kind of like an anecdotal piece of evidence about that. Uh, and so there's this constant rampant comparison and connection to achievement. Not that Enneagram 3 is bad or anyone who is a 3 is bad or doing anything corrupt or anything. I want to be clear about that. I mean, this is not about judgment, so get that out of your mind. Um, this is just simply about noticing and that it, there's a relativity to it. The, you know, your, your assessment of your mental health or your psychological health is relative to something. You've got to compare, like, what is normal? That's really the impetus. Like, that's why I started this podcast is like, I had one of those, that question of like, what is normal? And so your culture is going to have a different sense of normal, depending on where you are. <clears throat> and it may be a good idea to understand what that is, not to mold to it, but maybe that's where some of psychological stress is coming from. Uh, the, obviously there are expectations, social expectations that happens. What are those social expectations? What are some underlying expectations? What, and, and how can you be yourself while still honoring some of those expectations? Because that's really a tide that's really hard to swim against. But I'm not saying to conform, but I'm saying to just be aware of um, perhaps how much you may be stretching yourself. And that's really a large part of why I talk about personality so much and why the future of this podcast is going to be more talking about personality. This is sort of a launching pad, talking more about um, the Enneagram, stuff like that. Maybe not super long episodes. I may try to do more succinct episodes. Um, but I felt like I needed to talk about this a little bit. Start thinking about your psychological health related to the question of what is normal, related to the question of like, how did that normal inform your education growing up? How your education impacted your relationship to 
achievement, how that impacted your, or how that impacts and activates that program related to stress today. Uh, are you afraid of not getting a good grade? Are you afraid of getting punished by your parents, even though that's not a real threat right now? Uh, are you afraid of uh, social disapproval? You know, what are the things? And just be honest with yourself. This is not something you have to talk to anyone else about. This is something you can write down for yourself. This is something you can make notes about, talking to your phone about, um, something you can have a close conversation with a confidant, maybe someone you grew up with who also went through the same education system is maybe also doing some of the psychological growth that you're going through as well, right? So these are just things that I'm anecdotally picking up from, from various sources. Uh, you know, take this all with a grain of salt. This is your experience. This is your individual growth. So don't just trust me. <laughs> um, but they take some of these ideas and try to, um, you know, figure out how that works for yourself. There's one statement that really sticks out to me as something I always want to think about. And that is psychological work without spiritual work is incomplete. Spiritual work without psychological work is dangerous. So I know I didn't really talk about spiritual work, but that is a lot of what I want to talk about going forward as well, is that there are a lot of spiritual practice practices out there. And, um, those things are going to be important for your your health and well-being, but there is a lot of social psychological healing to do. There's a lot of understanding still to happen for everyone about what your karma is, what your experience has been, and being honest about that. Not saying what should have been, not saying who is to blame, not trying to throw fingers or knives or whatever but just looking at what is, just cataloging it. Because you can't change it. It's done. Your karma is your karma. And uh, yeah, you can make better decisions going forward, but that psychological work is super important. Uh, and one of the reasons I had stopped this podcast for so long and why I'm not going to do it so frequently is because I don't want to bypass as much as I've been in the past that my own psychological work is important, my spiritual practices are important, and um, those things don't need to be on a schedule. Um, and uh, it's personal. You know, your personal growth is personal. And I think that's important to reiterate as well. So this is just kind of the result of the last few weeks of thinking about some things, and I thought I'd share that with you, um, since I know some people are still on this feed. And, um, you know, I'm reworking how I'm going to approach this going forward. I may still talk about some more um, personality-related stuff to hopefully helpful, help you through your experience. And, um, you know, whenever it makes sense. I, I just don't want to force it. Whenever the inspiration strikes is when it strikes. So, um, you know, like and subscribe and all that fun stuff. And um, I'll catch you on the next podcast.